When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Now, Tim Hodges is a great sporting fan, not only uh, V8s and motorsport, he loves his footy, he loves all sport, actually. He's been good enough to join us on the line. Happy New Year, Timmy. Uh, happy New Year to you, Julian. Nice to be joining you on the uh, on the wireless. Oh, thank you very much, Tim. Now, let's get started. What about you've seen sport all over the world? You've been in America watching all sorts of sports, and obviously you're a big Collingwood man. Is there a couple of uh, sporting performances you've seen live that really stand out for you? Uh, well, can we be self-indulgent? Uh, Absolutely, we, saw, we can. Uh, man, man United and Tottenham play. I-, I was sitting beside you, Julian. It was and, nil uh, all. It wasn't that memorable. <laughs> <laughs> we did see Ronaldo score, but it was offside. That was pretty cool. Uh, I did see LeBron James um, at Madison Square Garden. Um, saw him score 40, po- 40 points a couple of years ago at the Staples Centre. That, that was pretty cool. And, um, and th- this wasn't a particularly great performance, but I was at the, the 100th running of the Indianapolis 500 back in 2016. There was 400,000 people there on race day. That, that was a pretty cool thing to, to, to be at. Um, I know that's not really a part of your topic, but... Um, um, you know, and great things you, you've seen. That was right up there. Ah, excellent, excellent. Now, what about this uh, Formula One Grand Prix in Melbourne? I don't think, having spoken to you a little bit about this, this wouldn't have come as a great surprise to you, or if it it does be cancelled in terms of the, the first race of the season, is it fair to say that's highly unlikely that it will be the season opener this year? Well, I reckon if you walk out your front door, Julian, at SEN and walk about... 600 metres over to Albert Park, it'll probably tell the tale that they haven't started building the racetrack. So I think that's a telltale sign that it's not going to happen in March. Um, and just with the quarantine rules as it sat, uh, before Christmas, um, all plans were there for the Grand Prix field to come into Australia. And it's not just the 20 drivers. It's it's close to 1,500 people that you're moving in from Europe. And you know the bulk of the teams, eight of the 10 teams, Julian, are, from, are based in the UK where, you know, as of this morning, they yeah. went into lockdown. So it, it's, um, it, it would be crazy for the state government who, are, who bankrolled this event to bring that many people into Melbourne and not quarantine them, which was part of the Grand Prix um, manifesto. that they, they didn't want to, you know, they can't agree to, to have a two-week quarantine period in every country that they race in. You know, there's 23 races on the schedule this year in different countries that they can't be doing 40-odd weeks of quarantine. So... That was the plan, and that simply can't happen now, that you can't bring them in and not quarantine them, and good on the tennis players who are going to do it. Um, but now that the Grand Prix field, that's out of the equation, you just can't have the race as soon as this March. So I know a lot of people are talking about pushing it back during the year, but if you push it mid-year, that's right in our winter, when we might be, be back in a, in, a, in a pickle with our own issues. Um, so I think the most likely thing would be to push it all the way to the end of the, the Formula 1 season in, in maybe November. 
I would love to see it personally back to when it used to be the last race of the year, yeah. always in Adelaide. And that was around Melbourne Cup week. Um, there is a, a, a the week of stakes day weekend. Imagine Melbourne, Melbourne Cup week with the Grand Prix in town as well. That would be really cool. But then the Grand Prix would have the logistical issue of having the MotoGP in October and then a couple of weeks later the Formula One Grand Prix. And then they'd also have the issue of having a Formula One Grand Prix in November and then potentially as soon as March having the next race as well, which would be hard to sell tickets for both of those events. So my gut feel, Jules, right now is unfortunately, and nothing's been confirmed here, but I reckon it's really unlikely that there'll be an Albert Park Grand Prix again in 2021 after missing it in 2020, of course, with that complete and utter balls up when it was cancelled on the, the Friday morning. Um with you know thirty to forty thousand people outside waiting to get in, you know the supercar field was strapped into their cars ready to qualify, and the event was was called off. So, you know they can't afford to have that happen again and build a racetrack and, and not actually have an event again. So if we don't have the race here at all again, as you mentioned, that would be two years in a row. I know there's, there's contracts in place, but does it put the future of the race in Melbourne in jeopardy? I mean, there's new countries and new cities popping up on the Formula One calendar and there's so many countries that are keen to get a race. If we, if we don't have one here two years in a row, is that a concern for, for the future of the event? No, no. And, and I, I know Formula One has put it and they've gone uh, gung-ho trying to get a 23-round schedule in for 2021 and that's simply not going to happen. That Already there's a, the, the race in Vietnam, that simply won't happen. Um, I, I can't see them going to America at the moment. Um, I, I can't see them going to, to Canada. Like, I, I think it's, you know, obviously I've just said about Australia's issues. I, I don't think the Chinese Grand Prix would, would be, you know, you wouldn't put, be putting your money on that happening this year. So, you know, it was an ambitious plan to put out what they wanted to happen this year, but that's just going to be a guide, unfortunately. And if you're putting your money on it, I, I think you'd be putting a lot of money on the fact that it's going to be a condensed Grand Prix schedule, much like this year that we had where they had most of their races within Europe, which was as easy to contain the field and keep them together as much as possible um, because that's where most of, well, I mean, the bulk of the teams are all based. So um, I think going abroad is just going to be still a, a bridge too far for, for much of the Grand Prix season, as, as painful as that is. And, and I feel for all the all the motorsport fans out there, Julian, and I'm one of those that, you know, we've missed out on a Grand Prix in Melbourne this year. We've missed out on a MotoGP event at Phillip Island this past year. You know, Victorians didn't get one single supercar round. that They were all based outside of, of Victoria. So there's been a lot of motorsport um, that has gone um, out of this state. So, you know, it would be great to have it, um, and, and I hope it does. The only silver lining here, Julian, is the interesting point is when the supercars put out their schedule for 2021, they they had, I mean, they're the, this is the main support category for the Formula One Grand Prix at Albert Park, and they put an asterisk that Sandown was always going to be their backup plan and Sandown wasn't on their initial schedule. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if the supercars actually announced if the Grand Prix doesn't go ahead that they'll go um, either that week or in that week, the Grand Prix week was going to clash with round one of the AFL season, Jules. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull it full. I, I would hope they'd pull it back a week so they've got that clear weekend, clear air to actually go and have a good event at Sandown. Maybe you bring back the Sandown 500 and have a 250k race on the Saturday and a 250k race on the Sunday and make a big show of it. And, and that's sort of the motorsport fix for, for Victorians in light of the fact that 
I don't think the GP is going to happen. Yeah, speaking to Tim Hodges about all things motorsport, I know that's a bugbear of yours there at the Grand Prix going up against the start of the AFL season. Now, you do your podcast, Balls and oh, Bumps. Yeah. And... yeah, keep going. No, keep going. It just, it just makes no sense for, for something that the state government, you know, bankrolls the Grand Prix and, and spends so much money on the AFL season to then have them both, the showpiece events, have them on the same weekend just doesn't make any sense to mine. And it was frustrating when it came out that it was going to be on the same weekend again this year, but, I mean, obviously that's not going to happen. So there is a sense that I do like it going to to the end of the year, like Adelaide had with their Grand Prix, and, and then you, you get rid of the football season, it's over, and um, the only thing you're up against is, is, is the horse racing, which um, I think they could coexist together. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that one. Now, balls and bumpers, of course, you have Jack Rewalt, and you've got Scotty McLaughlin on. Now, we know Scotty's gone to the States in, uh, in for 2021. And obviously, as you said before, COVID's still a massive problem in the United States. What will the year look like for Scotty McLaughlin? Uh, no, I think he would be he would be nervous and wondering, like all of us motorsport fans, of what the hell do things look like in America? You know, if Biden takes over and, and locks down the States, what, what is there? their motor racing season look like like again the, one of the features of IndyCar racing is they have a lot of street races like supercars and that's where where McLaughlin really um really shines uh, but I can't see them having any street races already the biggest street race in IndyCar is Long Beach in, in California that's already moved to the end of the season just to try and make sure they can have it but you know it's a tough thing building street races which cost a hell of a lot of money you know well over ten million dollars just to erect the thing, and if you can't have, if you can't have you know capacity crowds, then you immediately start losing money, which was the issue with Albert Park that they were never going to be allowed a hundred percent of the fan base there. So once you go to fifty percent or thirty percent of the audience, you're losing a hell of a lot of money in ticket sales that help you actually recoup some of that money. So uh, I'm not sure whether there'll be many street races go ahead, and uh, and then what races they have. I don't think you'll get the full experience to answer your question that there won't be big crowds and um, it will take away some of the luster of, of racing over there. Yeah, which is a shame. It's, it's, it's a tough time for motorsport and international sport. Uh, it's particularly different, difficult with COVID. Uh, Tim, thank you for your time as always and uh, your insights, and uh, I'm sure we'll speak very soon. Uh, thanks, Pipe. Nice to be with you. <laughs> Not the pipe. It's just the giant snorkel, big nose to stoop here. Thank you very much. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.